Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hoping all is well with you. I am doing fine today. Um, actually, this morning, I had Green Mangda and White Borneo. This is really becoming a killer combo for me, and I know that I've talked about it a few times before, but what was different was today I took it in capsule form when usually I usually do toss and wash, and I don't know what made me do it in capsules today, honestly. I mean, I was running a little bit late this morning. I really needed to get my butt into gear, but um, I don't really know. I mean, I've been in that situation before, and I still managed to do my toss and wash, so not sure what made me do it, but um, I decided to do capsules, so I did... Um, standard side capsule, I believe I did three capsules of Green Mangda, four of White Borneo, and the effects took a while to come on, as I expected, and, um, you know, maybe about an hour, and when they did come on, they came on very fast, which is very unusual, because Green Mangda usually takes a while building, but today, like, it just hit. And it was very welcome and got me moving like nobody's business. So nobody is complaining here. I am very happy with that. I think that it was the White Borneo. I think that taking more of the White Borneo than the Green Bang Da is really what did it. So this is kind of what's driving this experience. But it's really pleasant. It's a lot of energy at once. Um, the Green Mang Da is more of a background. It's like hitching a ride on this one. And uh, maybe I would do it differently next time. Maybe I would just try and like focus more on the white Borneo if I'm going to do whites. Um, the the two go together, but I think usually I've done Green Mang Da's the primary driver and white Borneo is kind of like the one hitching the ride. So interesting stuff to think about. Anyway, all in all as well. So uh, today wanted to talk a little bit about Australia because I was searching through the web and finding different articles about Kratom and I found this article talking about the law in Australia around Kratom, and it turns out that Kratom is Schedule 9. Schedule 9 is a prohibited substance, also known as a poison, which may be abused or misused. The manufacture, possession, sale, or use of which should be prohibited by law, except when required for medical or scientific research, or for analytical teaching or training purposes. So... I thought that that was really interesting, and I always find different countries' views on Kratom to be interesting. So let's look into the specifics of what happens if you get caught with Kratom in Australia. So here are the key takeaways of this article. I, of course, will link this in the description of this podcast as always. It is illegal to possess, supply, manufacture, or produce Kratom in Australia. The offenses range from 12 months in jail to two years in jail and or a $2,200 fine. Similar penalties apply across state and territories of Australia because Kratom is a Schedule 9 substance. Wow. So it's considered a poison. (laughs) Having Kratom in Australia is considered a poison, and that includes New South Wales. Um, so, So this is a biggie. So it means that if you are caught with Kratom in Australia you could be going to jail for upwards of two years or you could be paying $2,200 
in fines. That's pretty wild. Now, I think that um, if you go through this article, I think you find that most people end up getting out of the jail aspect of that. I think most people's punishments end up being fines, but um, but it doesn't say that that's all. So, you know, there is that possibility. Um, the thing that I find interesting about this is the poison aspect. Why is Kratom considered a poison? Like, but 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 it's not like completely scheduled out of like like potential use basically like you can still in australia it's considered a poison but you can use kratom in certain therapeutic or medical settings or science for scientific research like what kind of poison should you be able to use in medical settings <laughs> like that it just doesn't make sense to me it's a very specific wording issue but it's like if something's a poison you can't use it to medically help someone it, like right Am I wrong here? Maybe I'm wrong here. I don't know. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of funny. So then um, the other thing, it goes on to say that Schedule 3 drugs in Australia under the poisons list <laughs> are considered poisons for therapeutic use. <laughs> Professional advice is recommended before use, although these can be available from a pharmacist without a prescription. So you can get poisons. Like, it's all considered poison. So that at least makes me feel a little bit better about the Kratom being considered a poison because it seems like they consider everything a poison. I mean, is Advil a poison over there? Probably. Who knows? But I just thought that that was really funny and an interesting tidbit. It gets you thinking, you know, in different countries, you really don't know what the Kratom law is going to be. And I kind of found this out when I was looking at Europe, you know, ahead of my call with the European Kratom Alliance. Um, Yakup from the European Kratom Alliance. That was a fascinating call. If you didn't get to tune into that one, that one's on YouTube and uh, a part of any platform where you're listening to this podcast presently. But um, but I was looking at Europe and all these different countries. You could not guess which countries you know had Kratom listed as illegal and which ones didn't. And this is just yet another example. I, I don't know what I would have guessed when I learned about Australia. Uh, b- before I knew, I don't know what I would have guessed they would see Kratom as, but but I was surprised to see that it's listed as a poison and that it's so restrictive. But at the same time, I you know was well aware that you really don't know with this one. It can be a wild card. So, very interesting stuff. That also made me want to look at New Zealand because New Zealand and Australia, in my stereotypical non-educated mind is like supposed to be similar somehow (laughs) even though they're such different places uh for some reason it's just that their dang accents are close enough where i'm like "Eh." (laughs) they're in that hemisphere or they're kind of you know they're they're not even close together they're like so far apart but like listen to me i'm already spewing lies out onto this podcast about how new zealand and, and australia are the same place anyway don't take anything I say about New Zealand or Australia as fact. But with all that that said, and before I get myself into more trouble, um, cut myself off here, uh, I did want to look at New Zealand. So I looked at New Zealand as well. And for New Zealand, the law makes a little more sense to me, but I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying it makes sense in terms of when I read it, I understand what they're saying. So here's New Zealand's set of laws. So they have it scheduled. They have Kratom scheduled as a Schedule 1 substance, which to them, that means that you can use it according to a prescription that you receive from a doctor. So they do consider it a medicinal herb, but you're not allowed to buy it, sell it, 
trade it, import it, or export it. That's all completely prohibited. Um, they say that uh, they haven't completely banned Kratom outright, but um, but you can't grow it either. And uh, there, there's no like free market economy around Kratom. You can apply to have a prescription and get permission from your doctor to buy and use it. Uh, but that's it. So I thought that that was an interesting set of regulations and laws. Uh, it does not line up closely with Australia for the most part. So, so <laughs> defeating my my stereotype typical worldview of Australia and New Zealand having anything in common necessarily. Um, although their accents aren't too far apart in my opinion, but story for another time. Anyway, now I'm really getting into trouble. I better get out of here before I keep talking. So thanks so much for tuning in for today's episode where I spew lies about two different countries, but at least share a few facts about them with respect to their laws around Kratom. So thanks so much for listening in, you guys. Hope you enjoyed this little goofy episode. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Everything Kratom. Thanks so much and have a great day. Bye-bye.